Good morning, Pharmacy Podcast listeners. This is Ken Sternfeld. I am the concierge pharmacist, and today is Tuesday, November 13th, and it is the Daily Dose. Over the weekend, I read an article in Drug Topics, topics which really caught my attention. On Saturday, I uh, took some time to work with one of our Appy students, because based on our respective schedules, it was tough to get together. So we got together on Saturday and spoke about her uh, projects and her schedules and the things that she was doing with us as she was studying pharmacogenetics uh, with us here at RxVIP. And we actually spoke about the future. And we spoke about what her plans would be after graduation. And I must tell you, it's kind of disheartening to see the, um, the negative feeling that some of our future leaders have in the current state of affair of what's happening in academia and how it relates to the next generation of graduates who are entering our profession in droves. So I caught this article, just, just happened to come across my, uh, uh, my view, and, uh, and I realized uh, it was an article written by a Daniel Husser, a PhD, and it was his perspective of, are there too many colleges of pharmacy? And his opinion is, well, yeah. So he mentions that during most of the 70s and 80s, there were about 72 colleges of pharmacy nationwide. Today, there are double that number of pharmacy campuses. And what he mentions is that at a recent meeting of the American Association of Colleges of Pharmacy, the voice of that part of our profession, they had lots of meetings and lots of breakouts and lots of sessions and lots of committee meetings and roundtables and posters and everything, but they never addressed the one factor that Daniel mentions is perhaps there are too many colleges of pharmacy putting too many PharmD candidates, PharmDs into our market. And they didn't touch on it in all of the programs that were put out. None of the topics were discussed. It was like it was like the 800-pound gorilla in the room that nobody spoke about. Now, Daniel mentions that there were numerous what he calls hallway discussions. I always used to like to speak of that when I was in retail as the water cooler conversations where everybody would, in between meetings at your regional business office, would uh, go to the water cooler or after, around the bathroom and talk about how horrible things were. But you didn't really want to make it the topic of the day because then you could be viewed as a someone who has that negative attitude. But the reality is students are coming into the market as graduates who don't have the jobs that they need. And we're flooding the market. It's just sad that I've seen, when I was working in retail, some extraordinary candidates not even take the offers from traditional retail environments that I was working in, in the chain stores, because by having too many people, you create an environment where it's, it's, so, it's so challenging. The, the people, the employees who are working in that uh, area, they really make it even more difficult for the people who stay there. They exploit those circumstances by cutting hours, reducing salaries, and eliminating positions, often with the more experienced, older pharmacists who are at higher salaries. Dare I say that there is some age discrimination in this profession or every profession, but I dare not say that because I'm not a lawyer. Uh, but there are tens of thousands of pharmacists who are employed in understaffed and stressful practice environments that are you know, only monitored by how many 
more prescriptions and how quickly they can fix them out uh, with the metrics that they're driven by. So they're burning out the old and they're turning off the new, the bright lights of our future of these college young and professionals who are entering our profession. So, you know, there are recommendations of what to do, but academia, just like anything in business, is about money. Had another student who came to me on her happy when we asked about what she wanted to deep dive into, because we have our basic syllabus, but then we asked them to pick a category of interest. Because in anything that you're studying, if you're interested in it, you're going to dive a little bit deeper. And she looked me right in the eye and she said, I'm spending $53,000 a year. I'm going to come in early and stay late and learn as much as I possibly can in this environment. And I looked at her and I said, you know what? The day after you're finished with this rotation, you have an opportunity and a job with our company. Because anyone who wants to look at the challenges and turn those challenges into opportunities. So a call out to Taylor. She knows who she is. But I must tell you that that is sadly few and far between because we are not doing a good service to our next generation by flooding the market and not giving them suitable places to work and more importantly, ways to retire their student debt. We will be launching a program with Vault, a company formerly known as Student Loan Genius in 2019 to assist Fondy candidates through the Pharmacy Podcast Network and RxVIP to retire student debt. That is a national epidemic and the colleges of pharmacy aren't helping and our profession isn't helping enough. Ken Sternfeld for The Daily Dose. It is Tuesday, the 13th of November. Have a wonderful day.